right, we jump back into it. Uh, it's water today, not even a cup of tea, but we'll see how we go, see if uh, there's enough energy just in that water, and there probably is. Uh, first thing I'm going to do, so I'll talk about maybe just three things, so it's going to be nice and easy. Uh, we'll look at, uh, you'll probably know ROI, return on investment. But we're going to take that out and we're going to actually talk about return on time. Uh, and then we'll also look at two $100 challenges. So here we go. Uh, return on investment is uh, the wording around that or the thoughts around that is, hey, you put something in, are you getting a return on it? Is it greater than the uh, the effort or the, I guess, the resources that have you, you have put into it? So return on investment. A lot of people understand that. Probably don't apply it, but uh, it's, it's pretty common out there. So I'm going to do something slightly different. I'm going to have a look at return on time. So we're going to now define it as the time you put in, which is probably your biggest investment, the actual time as opposed to any other resources or dollars, etc. So the time I'm investing and the time you're investing, are you getting a return on it? And is the return good enough? So if I look at the gym, we had uh, boxing this morning or, or yeah, touch sparring. Uh, I've thrown away the headgear so, um, and the mouth guard, not interested in uh, getting hit around the head anymore. Probably don't think that's a good idea. Um, but now in the gym, I know what I'm after, uh, which is endurance and fitness, a high level of fitness and endurance also. Uh, and I, I think I'm training that way. But am I training well enough? So if Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is an hour, if Saturday is an, an hour and then 30 minutes of yoga, then an hour of boxing, then am I getting a good enough return? And then some nights I've got the gym coming in. So I now test that. That hour while I'm in there, am, am I working hard enough? And we posted up on Facebook this morning, the last two minutes of a one-hour session, it looked like we were in slow motion. And I know Mikey and myself were pretty gassed. Um, it was a long, hard slog, but we loved it. But we had certainly uh, put a lot into that time. And did we get the result out of it? That, that's the question. Certainly enjoyed it and certainly picked up on the skills. So and there it was skills. It might be with the uh, skipping that it is the skill and it is the footwork and coordination skill coming through. But I'm actually personally going to look at that now and be more critical of the time I put in because I put a lot of time into it and the result or the return I'm getting. Uh, relationships, that might be another one for you at home or with the people, colleagues that you've got and how you're working. What is the outcome of the relationship? Is it short term? Are you committed? Are you testing? Uh, is it long term? Uh, and, and what does long term mean? And uh, yeah, is the person you're working with there or the person uh, that you're in a relationship, are they on the same page? And then the time you're putting in, is it valuable quality time? And that's a big question. Is it quality time for you? Is it quality time for the other person? Um, so again, I'm going to look at that and go, this time segment here with that person, whether it's at home or it's at work or it's the kids, uh, and the kids for me now are pretty big, is it, is it quality? And how do I get a uh, make sure that my return on time is, is far greater? Easy example, 
Uh, if you go out to do the movies, because I'm, I'm going to aim to get out to the movies this weekend, uh, would you uh, leave your phone in the car? You're already with the person you want to be with. Just leave your phone in the car. Same as dinner. If you're with the person you want to be with, you just leave your phone in the car. So then I'm looking at the uh, the return on that time is far better. Everything else is locked down and we're just focused in on that. Now work, just as the third example, uh, you'll know what your targets are. They should be really clear on what your target is. And then it's the time you put into the target and time you put into working, getting towards the target. Is everything I do today going to take me towards my target? How much of today will be a distraction? How much of today is just crap and it's an absolute waste of time? It's ticking a box, but it's not the best use of my time because you're never going to get the time back. I won't get today back. And if it's time with somebody that I uh, want a relationship, I won't get that time back. If I don't invest it today, it's simply gone. So now with the uh, with work, is everything I'm doing taking me towards my goal? So you must, must be very clear about what your goal is and are you going towards it? Or are there these deviations where I go over to one side and then I come back in? Same as when we're in the army and we're sort of, uh, you know, trying to take a straight line towards something, but you find there's a, a ravine, a cliff, a swamp, a river, a feature in front of you that you have to go around. So we have to actually go around it to come back and to go back on that straight line. Uh, you know, am I guilty of doing that in business? Am I wasting a lot of time on nonsense? Am I actually wasting time on the wrong people? Am I wasting time on the wrong things? Are you doing that? Are you wasting time, if you're a real estate agent, are you wasting time on the wrong vendors? Are you wasting time on the wrong buyers? Are you wasting time on the wrong process? I tell you what, it'd be good to stop and think about that. That's a challenge for me and for you. Uh, And I think that uh, little saying of one step forward, two steps back uh, could be true. And it simply means that, yeah, you made a bit of progress, but the other steps you took were in the wrong direction. Never understood what that meant. I think today I've suddenly got that. All right, so there we go. Uh, That is looking at the uh, return on time as opposed to the return on investment. Now, let me bring that into the last uh, couple of items I'll talk about, and they are both uh, $100 challenges. So I'll keep with return on time and I'll bring this challenge in and uh, I was given this by a salesperson and I went yeah that's that's really cool it's pretty simple probably all heard it before probably never done it and it is the uh, $100 challenge to have an accountability buddy so that is somebody that you're accountable to uh, Jim again this morning. So for Mikey and me, we, we've bit, bit, got a bit slack on getting in there at 7 a.m. Uh, Mo, our trainer, uh, he's a champ. He would give us a little tune-up. Boys, can you be a bit early? Uh, so Mikey and myself now have uh, put a margin in and we meet at the coffee shop. I get my tea, he gets his coffee at quarter to seven. And that way we hit the gym at seven. That accountability for both of us is really good. It'll get us both there and both there on time. So for your accountability, buddy, discuss what your target is. Demonstrate you're very clear on that. So man, you're going to get an uplift just by doing that. Discuss the time you invest in target. What is the time you will invest in the mission to hit your target? 
because that's where you want to spend your time. And all the other time and other things as your challenges and as my challenges is actually wasted. And then discuss what your results are. So I'm very, very conscious now that a lot of meetings should be results meetings. And if we put results into that text box, then I think that changes our mindset around it. So my suggestion would be, have your buddy set up, here's clearly what my target is. I'm going to demonstrate the steps going towards it. One step forward and not two steps back. Uh, I'll just keep going forward, move forward. Uh, And then I'll talk about what the results are. Now, if you blow it, um, it's easy. You pay your buddy a hundred bucks. So I might, I might talk to Mikey uh, on Saturday when we're doing some boxing and see if he's up for the hundred dollar challenge. See who's the first uh, to miss a session, uh, and they pay the other dollar, other guy a hundred bucks. It'd be pretty cool. Um, next one. So that's tying in with your uh, return on time. And your next one is just, this is for real estate agents, but it's also for everybody who's outside of real estate. And this is a $100 challenge. And the challenge is, if you are after a database, I will give you a database for $100. Now, for anybody who's not in real estate, here's what it used to work like for us. We would get people emailing us, calling us, advertising to us, telling us they would sell us a database. So it's a list of homeowners and their address and their phone numbers. Uh, And they seem to be really valuable. I'm even embarrassed to say it now. They were really valuable to go, oh, well, it's good. I'll buy a thousand pieces of data. I'll buy 2,000. I'll buy 10,000. Because to be honest, data is important. Knowing, seeing who's there. And then the next part is connection. Like if you don't know them and you can't connect, it's pretty hard to do your job. You're not inside the opportunity to list and sell a house. So our challenge was getting the data. So people used to market that to us or we would buy it. And that would be the homeowner, uh, their address, so names, address, and a phone number. And this is where it died out because those phone numbers were landlines. So you imagine what that's like now. Uh, When's the last time you had a landline or called a landline that wasn't a business? So that sort of died a death, And I'm embarrassed because it was dumb. Why did we even do that? Because real estate agents have an advantage over everybody. We know a geographical area that is our target, and we know that the people live in houses there. And we just need to actually knock on the door to meet them. And that's the gig. That is the gig. No one else can do that. Like if you're trying to sell fridges or vacuum cleaners or cars – um, I don't think you can just knock on the door and do it. I've never heard of it because you're, you're, you're mixed. You just don't know where it is. But if I know I want to sell houses in Mission Bay, houses in Greenland, houses in Stonefields, houses in St. Helias, I just knock on the doors of the people in St. Helias. So that's the $100 challenge, guys. Change your thinking. Just think about that street and say, Wayne, I'll pay you $100. Just give me that street and allow me to knock it. Of course, you don't have to pay me, but I just want you to change your mindset. Now, for agents, uh, if you're not going to be knocking on doors, uh, that's cool if you've already got a great database and you're staying connected with it. Yep. And you're using your database, which is you already know the people that you should be dealing with. If you haven't got a great database and you're not knocking on doors and you're not running good open homes, a volume of open homes, you have no hope in the real estate business. You will simply burn your capital, uh, burn your time, and in the very end, you'll burn your uh, confidence and you'll wonder why it doesn't work. 
and it'll be a horrible end. Now, if you don't want that horrible end, if that doesn't sound good, knock on some doors today. And then that is a really, really good uh, return on time if you do that. I promise it is extremely valuable and you'll beat the old agents if you get out and do it. So there we go. Uh, return on investment. No, not interested right now. Return on time. Yes, absolutely. $100 accountability. Get your buddy in there. Uh, Mikey, that'll be us, mate, for the uh, for the boxing going forward. And also, if it is work, real estate agents go and knock on the doors. Everybody else, think about how you can find your customer base as you go through there. So hope that's been of value nice and fast and uh, nice and easy, hopefully, to listen to. See you, ciao.